0: you're listening to fit girl your guide to getting in shape podcast episode number 195 i'm kira langolf your host and guide to getting in shape as a professional fitness trainer it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy in this podcast i'll reveal to you the shape up secrets i use along with training nutrition and motivational tips and advice I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, in this episode, training mistakes to avoid in the new year, pre-workout meals part 2, and lessons from the biggest loser. Well, we're back into the podcasting, and sorry there's been such a delay. I know this is January, and we kind of missed the actual beginning of the new year, but we're still in that whole beginning process. Most of the time with gyms, they don't get their busiest day until the first week of February. That's when everyone has mostly um, gotten done with all of their holiday, either foods that are in the fridge or putting things away or just kind of getting themselves together and on track. So unfortunately, I've had a couple of technical difficulties Difficulties here, so I haven't been able to get into recording the podcast, but I certainly have a lot of different topics planned for the new year, along with some other things, and hopefully we can get everything rolling without uh, any delays or any other problems. Now, you may know, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and a little bit paranoid about the sound. So I'm using um, the microphone that I used to use, which actually ended up having some issues with it. And I think I have fixed them, but uh, sometimes I think I hear some popping or some different noises. And maybe it's just me because I'm so critical. But if you hear the same things or something sounds funny, then go ahead to the uh, Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash fitgirl USA. And tell me if you hear something that sounds funny or if this microphone doesn't sound very good, or if you really notice no difference whatsoever from any previous podcasts. Uh, because I would really like to know, because when I hear it back, I don't know, sometimes I hear things that may may not be there. Just one last thing before we dive into this episode. At CoachKira.com, I've had several people uh take part in the Power Makeover, and that is in our phone conversation where we go through some of your goals and your self-talk and your workouts and nutrition and pretty much the whole shebang, and we've really made some good progress with uh, several of, I guess I could call them my new clients and I'm really thrilled with the way the whole process is working out so if you feel like you need a new fresh start and you really need to start making some changes to see some changes in your body then go ahead and check out coachkira.com and look at the uh, power makeover because it seems to be benefiting quite a lot of people and might be able to help you out too. All right, let's get started. Let's focus on some of the training mistakes that you're going to want to avoid in the new year. And I'm kind of kind of st- separate these between most common ones for girls and most common one for guys although some of them kind of go back and forth or could be the same for everybody now one of the biggest mistakes that I see women making is using running for weight control now keep in mind if you're a runner and you enjoy it and it's your activity that kinda clears your mind and makes you feel good that's great that's perfect because you definitely want to be doing something that you enjoy now if you're using it to lose weight or for weight management, it might not be the best thing for you. For example, if you've been running and you can't lose weight or you can't seem to maintain your weight, then that's telling you it's not working. And unfortunately for most women, we don't have a whole lot of muscle. So when we run, it actually, that high impact exercise actually eliminates some of our muscle and that's usually where the problem comes in. It lowers your metabolism a little bit. Now, sure, you're burning calories while you're running, but you can also walk very, very fast and really pump your arms. Obviously, do not put weights in your hands. We've talked about that before, how that's bad for the rotator cuff if you have any sort of weights in your hands, but use your arms and walk really fast. You'll burn about the same amount of calories, but you won't have that impact that's going to affect your lean muscle. Now I know a lot of times people say, well, look at runners, they all look skinny. Well, do you want to look skinny or do you want to look toned and lean? And that's where you have the difference between running and sprinting. If you look at Olympic sprinters, they are lean, very low in body fat. They have muscle. Now, of course, they're at a different caliber. That doesn't mean that because you sprint, you're going to gain a lot of muscle. But it does mean that that is more conducive to weight loss and uh, weight management than the distance runners. So keep in mind what you're doing your activity for. If it's just for pure enjoyment, great. If it's for weight management, you might need to revise that. Now, another thing that I see a lot of women doing is the inner outer thigh machine. Now, I'll be honest with you, I see men do it too, but a lot of times they have different reasons for it. But for the most part, a lot of women do it thinking they're going to trim their inner thigh and their outer thigh. They, I see it all the time in the gym. Uh, ladies are on the cardio machines then they come off they do the inner outer thigh machine Uh, maybe they do the glute machine and some abdominal stuff and they're done and they think that is their weight training and they wonder why they're not changing and why their body is the same and many times when I talk with people like this they tell me well I can't do heavy weight training because I bulk up or they say well you know this is this is what I do and it's working for me but when I ask are you getting results or are your thighs getting smaller? They say, no, because I had a big meal yesterday or I had a piece of cake yesterday. And the whole point is that, you know what, you shouldn't have to worry about your weight not changing or your measurements not changing because of one bad meal or one piece of cake. If you're doing the right things and your metabolism is high all the time, thanks to your weight training, which also, remember, burns a lot of calories, just like sprinting, would burn a lot of calories if you were doing that activity too um, you're going to impact that metabolism all day long so it's not always just about the calories because I think if we all realize that it's not just calories in calories out because if that was true everybody would be in shape none of this would be an issue but it's really not as simple as that because your metabolism the amount of muscle you have is going to impact how your body burns fat and how your body uses those calories. So as much as there's many beliefs out there that say it's that simple, it's not. But it is simple in the sense that the more muscle you have, and that's not necessarily bulky muscle, but it's lean muscle, then the faster your metabolism is, the better you're going to maintain your weight loss. Now, how do we get that muscle that doesn't look huge and bulky? Well, we do the right exercises. And I'll tell you what, the inner outer thigh is not one of them. Now, there are uses for it. If your toes go way out a lot of times when you squat, you might need to do some inner thigh work because that's your adductor and it means that your toes aren't not quite, your feet are not quite aligning correctly. And anyways, that's a whole other matter. Same thing for the outer thigh. If, you're, if your toes tend to point inward, then you might want to do some of the outer thigh to strengthen it, but that's for strengthening muscles, just like any other weight training activity would be. It's not for losing weight or toning those particular muscles because keep in mind the adductor and abductor muscles are small they're very small so yes can they help with your alignment of your feet and maybe the function of your hips yes but are they going to impact your metabolism and make you burn more calories at rest no. So just like the running, you know, everything has a place. If you need that help with those muscles to strengthen them, then you're probably going to do that inner outer thigh. And you might see some trainers doing it with their clients as well. And they probably have that same reason. But if you're doing it to try to get your legs lean and tone, you're wasting your time because that exercise is not going to impact your whole body and definitely not your legs because we know, number one, you can't spot reduce, but you can work larger muscle groups that burn more calories. So what you'd wanna be looking for are your leg press machines, your leg curl machines, whether it's lying on your stomach or seated, squats and lunges, and if you don't know how to do them, a lot of times there's machines that can help simulate or you know hire a trainer for a couple of sessions to make sure you know how to do them right. Now, I do have a bunch of videos on YouTube with uh, Get Fit TV, and you can check out how to do proper lunges and squats there too, but sometimes it's better to have it one-on-one. But regardless, these are the basic exercises that are going to do the most for your body. Think about your workout and think about what you do. Are you still doing the same things and looking for different results, are you jumping on the cardio, doing a little bit of inner outer thigh and a couple of crunches and wondering why your lower body still looks the same? Well, I know in the gym there are, are some people who are actually in their maintenance mo- mode. They've they've reached their goals. Um, they're maintaining their weight loss. Or maybe they have goals other than weight loss. Because believe it or not, there's a lot of people in the gym that do have goals that are not weight loss. But you can usually tell who has the goal of weight loss by the amount of people on the cardio machines so look around next time you're in the gym and look around and see how many people are actually on the cardio uh, see how many people are with trainers at the beginning of the year trying to learn those new exercises but then they end up right back on the cardio and there's many reasons for that but your best bet is if you really want to make a change get a change to your program And even if it means hiring a trainer once a month to review everything or get a new program or whatever, there's also that accountability factor that's going to keep you on track. So, and help you, you know, but also help you remember what your trainer has taught you. And that way you'll become more confident in it and you'll be able to keep that as part of your workout routine. And these newer exercises, the ones that are going to benefit your metabolism more, will become part of your life. and then you'll realize that, hey, my weight can come off, my metabolism is changing. It's not an overnight process, but it is something that is very much achievable when following the right plan. So what I want you to do for this new year is really take a look at what your workout program is. Now, if it's one of those programs that you say, well, I just go in and I do whatever, then you know what, you're not going to get your best results, if any results at all. You definitely need to have a set plan, and I think most of you know that by now. So look at your plan and see, are you doing the right things? Are you doing too much cardio? Are you forgetting your weight training? Do you need help learning the right exercises or just how to do those exercises? Maybe watching a video is not enough for you. Um, Maybe you've got other issues, whether it's your posture or muscle imbalances or injuries or whatever, you know, maybe you do need to go ahead and invest in a trainer to get you on the right track with these exercises and know that you're doing them correctly so you get the most out of your time in the gym so take a look evaluate and go over to the Facebook page for fit girl USA and tell me about it tell me If you said, well, I noticed that, yeah, I'm doing too much cardio or yes, I started incorporating some new exercises or I've changed my split. Now I do two days on, one day off or whatever the case may be, since we do need to update things then the new year is always a great time to do that and to evaluate what you were doing and if it was working or not, and what you might need to change to make it more effective. Because let's face it, we all don't have much time, and we certainly don't want to waste time in the gym. You want the most productive workout possible for the least amount of time so that you can enjoy other aspects of your life. Now, of course, if you have no idea where to start with that, that's where the power makeover comes in handy at CoachKira.com. And I'm not saying that just to plug it. I'm just saying that because you know what? We've been so successful with the last um, bunch of people that I've been doing these power makeovers with. i'm I'm really actually quite pleased and surprised myself that we've made as much progress as we have. You'd think that you might not have time to cover everything and make changes and all of that, but uh, we've definitely gotten into some of the roots of the issues as far as why people keep doing the same things and making changes. and it's been it's been really inspiring. So that is something else to check out. Now, sorry, I just looked over my notes and realized that I had forgotten about the guys. And although they are similar in the ladies in that they will do too much abdominal work in an effort to get lean abs, men also tend to focus too much on their arms and upper body. And of course, if you're trying to lose your stomach, you need to do everything you need to hit those large muscle groups and that's for you too guys you need to hit your back muscles not only because if you do a lot of chest and arm work you're going to have an imbalance there which eventually will cause you to have some shoulder injuries maybe rotator cuff injuries too so you definitely need to train your back and train it more than you do your chest and those legs now guys no lady likes to look at a big hunky guy on the top and then see chicken legs all right do your squats Do your calves. If nothing else, squats, leg curl, calves. And that's it because at least those three, you'll have more balance in your legs and you'll be hitting those power exercises at least with the squats and the leg curl that will help with the metabolism. And of course, taking the fat off of where your body has it. And unfortunately, men tend to see faster results than us women because they do gain muscle more easily and they do tend to not do as much cardio. So keep that in mind. However, your body fat will come off of wherever it wants to first. I don't care what anybody tells you, that body fat is still going to come off of where it wants to first, um, but usually where you have the least amount. So there's no target or spot toning or whatever. You can't burn you can't tell your body where to burn the fat from. You just have to work the whole thing and impact your metabolism so it will all melt off. now in part two of pre-workout foods we're going to talk about your proteins and your fats now it is essential that you have some sort of protein before you work out um, and that you leave enough time for yourself to digest it now that actually depends of course on when you do your workout if you do it early in the morning you might have a little bit of a harder time getting a pre-workout meal if you're doing it in the evening same kind of thing but hopefully you can prepare or bring a snack or something to have an hour or hour and a half before you actually go to the gym. And a lot of this is important if you go to the gym after work because after work is usually that kind of weird time where you really should be having a meal, but you want to get your workout done, so what do you do? Well, if you're following the the best type of program and doing a snack around maybe four o'clock or so, and let's say you hit the gym at six, that would be perfect. And that particular um, snack would definitely need to have some protein with it. Now, most of the time it's suggested that you have real food um, instead of protein shakes for a pre- pre-workout meal. Um, if you have real food, then you know, you're going to have better um, energy and sustenance f- to train harder. But again, for everybody, it can be a little different. Sometimes you don't have time to grab something to eat before you go, or maybe it's very early in the morning. But sometimes you can plan ahead and have like a hard-boiled egg prepared, just pop it in your mouth and there you go. Now in talking about protein powder, it's definitely your best bet after your workout, because that's going to get right into your system a lot quicker. But we're talking right now about pre-workout. So any sort of meat that you can have with some, some nuts, and maybe some low glycemic fruits or vegetables are going to be your best bet for a pre-workout meal. Now, the reason why you want to have some some nuts as well is because that's going to keep you full a little bit longer and that's going to allow you to have better energy for your training. Now, here's a few other things that you might not know about nuts and why they might work well for a pre-workout food for you in combination, of course, with some other things. But they definitely have, obviously, those good fatty acids that also help slow digestion, and that will help improve your insulin sensitivity, which, as we know, is your blood sugar levels and keeping them nice and steady and stable. Now, the great thing about protein is that it also helps your optimal brain function. One of the main points is that you want to have protein in your diet and it is essential and you want to make sure you have it at regular intervals. And that's going to give you your best bet for your optimal body composition and to help that lean muscle develop so that you can have that benefit of the added muscle burning more calories at rest. Now, for motivation, we're going to take a couple of tips or observations from The Biggest Loser that can help you with your motivation. Now, The Biggest Loser, of course, is the TV show where people are losing weight. And I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of it from the sense that it kind of puts out there that you should be doing crazy, bizarre exercises and that it is possible to lose 25 pounds a week. Now, this is people that are extremely obese in a controlled atmosphere, so there's a lot of different things that don't quite work in reality for the everyday type person trying to lose weight. But there are some good takeaways from each episode, especially the motivation that you might find. But when it comes to being an example for everyone, it's really not. Keep in mind, it is entertainment, because realistically, Your average person doesn't have someone telling them what to eat, doesn't have a trainer with them all the time, doesn't have the ability to work out several hours a day, and are not going to get that same type of results. And of course, that's not the healthiest way to get results. And it is a game, a competition, whatever you want to call it. But also remember that it is also television. So it's not really meant to be real world for everybody else. But again, it's entertainment. We can still learn a few things from watching The Biggest Loser. And one of the things is that you need to prioritize your weight loss. So a lot of times it gets put on the back burner or other things come up and you throw it to the wayside. But when these people are in that compound working on their weight, that's all they're doing. I know they're not going to work and doing all the other things that everybody else does, but basically they have prioritized their weight loss and it's one of those things that it's so simple sometimes we forget about that you don't try to fit your exercise and your meals in around your day you make it a priority and you make everything else fit it now of course you're not going to be exercising for three or four hours a day but you can prioritize your 45 minutes or your hour of exercise four times a week and that's about what it would take to drop some good weight if you're doing the right program So at the end of a day, when you're thinking about just plopping and watching TV, which is more important, getting your weight off and sticking to an exercise program and becoming fit for the rest of your life and feeling good about yourself or watching TV? So each day, take a little bit of time, not only of course to get your workouts in and plan your meals, but to sit down with a pen and paper and plan your day. Plan what you're going to eat. Plan when you're going to do your exercise, make them all appointments, especially your exercise, because not only is that going to help you feel good mentally, but it's also going to help you feel good physically and bring you closer to your goals. But like anything else, if you don't plan, then you're going to fail because you have to have a plan to follow. Now, you might not always hit the plan perfectly, But I guarantee you, if you have a plan in place, you're more likely to hit the right targets than to miss everything altogether and fail. Now we're going over three tips that we can take from this show. And the second one is actually exercise and enjoy. So pick an exercise you enjoy. Sure, there's a lot of things we end up doing that we really don't enjoy and we do it because we have to. And that might be your squats or that might be your pull-ups, but regardless Find some exercise that you do enjoy and include that in your workout program. You know, maybe you really enjoy lunges or maybe you really enjoy doing abdominals on the ball or maybe it's the stretching at the end of the workout that you enjoy. So pick something that you enjoy or maybe find something you enjoy. Maybe sometimes you don't enjoy certain exercises because you haven't done the ones yet or learned the ones yet that you will enjoy. So make it... Uh, a game to learn new exercises to maybe find one that you like better than others. But remember that just because you like exercises doesn't mean that you have to do them all the time. And just because you don't like an exercise doesn't mean that you should skip it all the time. Sometimes you got to mix it up and do a little bit of what you don't want to do in order to get where you want to go. And keep in mind that your exercise doesn't have to be done in the gym. It can be done mountain climbing, you can be doing pushing a wheelbarrow, um, you can move rocks. I mean, there's a bunch of different things you can do that is exercise, but doesn't actually have to be done in the gym or doesn't even feel like exercise. And going back to the first thing, prioritize and plan. So plan out whatever exercises you enjoy to do and just get out there and do it. The third takeaway is to identify your triggers. Now a lot of times triggers are the things that kind of throw you off track. They're the things that make you either overeat or not eat or overexercise or not exercise. Um, There's obviously different things that can trigger emotions that kind of blow up your whole weight loss program. So try to identify these triggers. And what We've noticed on The Biggest Loser TV show that um, the contestants a lot of times have some deep-rooted problems, triggers, demons, whatever you want to call, call it, and very rarely is there weight gain from an actual physical issue. It's really something usually that's deeper inside, more emotional, maybe their mindset, maybe things that have happened to them when they were younger. But... Either way, it's something that is not usually addressed with just diet and exercise. Let's face it, if that's how easy it would be to get in shape, diet and exercise, everybody would be in shape. But it's a mental thing. There's a mental component that forces you to do the, what you should do or not do and forces you to make healthy choices or not healthy choices. There's something usually deep-rooted, and you need to get to the bottom of that. Um, actually, the, the great thing is in the Power Makeovers, I've gotten to... Uh, the core of several people's triggers and that's been very enlightening and we've been able to set them on the right path by changing their thoughts and working on those I am statements and just identifying these different problems or or should say issues or emotions so your best bet is to keep some sort of food diary and write in it not just when you eat but when you Feel like eating or when you don't feel like eating or when you feel like having some emotional eating or anytime things come up that might throw off your uh, progress so anything that might make you feel like skipping your workout anything that might make you make you feel like you have to have that piece of cake um, write down your feelings and after a while you're gonna be able to notice what are your triggers are you, is it because you're bored? Is it because you're tired? Is it because you had an argument with someone? Is it because you're having a little low self-esteem day? Um, is it because you have low self-esteem and don't know how to build up your confidence? All of these things can come out when you're keeping some sort of journal or diary or even if you're talking with someone whether it's a friend or a therapist or a trainer and getting to the root of that problem will help you figure out the solution. In a future podcast, we're going to go through some strategies for you to defeat these different triggers and how you can work them out of the way so that they no longer throw off your progress or your weight loss. And Now remember, no matter what time of the year it is, you can always go to the Facebook page Fit Girl USA and post your goals you know goals don't just happen at the beginning of the year and changes don't just happen then either they can happen every day they can happen every Monday they can happen every month it just really depends on your mindset and what you want to accomplish but regardless putting it out there letting other people know about your goal helps you not only to be accountable but also helps give you the support that you'll need to reach that goal especially when it comes to to weight loss or changing the shape of your body. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.